0: Hi everyone, this is Amanda the Emotional Strength Trainer. Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. It's the 1st of November 2017 here in Australia and you may be catching the replay or you may be watching along live. So today I am going to talk about people's capacity to hear based on their points of reference. So when you are um, trying to explain something to someone or You are doing your best to stay out of upsetting people. You know, that whole conditioning thing of be a good girl or be a good boy. Don't upset anyone. You don't want to um, say that to somebody because it could mean this, all of that sort of thing. So then as you grow up or as you turn into an adult, you start to inhibit what you're going to say because the experience you've had has been that people that hear your truth can sometimes make it a whole lot worse than it is based on their point of reference. That sounds really confusing. So let me just quickly uh, share this to a couple of places and we'll see what shows up. And again, if the glitching is, um, I know there's somebody there now. So Let's have a look here. Share. Say hi when you come in and where you're watching from. And if you <laughs> understood what I just said. So that's um. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Never mind. All those times you get this whole, this is what I'm gonna talk about, and then it's gonna sound it's it's gonna have to be strung out, okay? So hopefully this will get strung out and it will be um, easy to follow. All right, so one more thing to the beautiful YDF group that I belong to, and away we go. All right, so there's two eyeballs up there, so let me know that you're here and say hi. Oh, okay, so this is the voice recording. Every Friday, I will be putting each of these recordings onto my email And send it out to you so that you can then go and listen to them at your leisure and download them from my SoundCloud account. The other way of doing it is just following me on SoundCloud and you can get the notification when I post a new podcast thing on there. All right, so as you know, you're watching me, Amanda, the emotional strength trainer, and I want to talk to you today about how other other people here. the things that you've got to say and why it's important not to modify your words or your truth in order to keep other people happy because you're never going to achieve that. Every other living soul has a different set of ears, a different brain, different points of reference, everything. Now that's not to say that you can go and take pill that turns you into a giant asshole and you just say what you want like you know good quality narcissist who doesn't give a flying for about any other person and comes with nil compassion or empathy you can still maintain compassion and empathy in your communication style but what you can uh, absolutely unequivocally let go of is the possibility that you may offend somebody One of my biggest lessons in my life was how I saw other people being treated by grown ups, let's say, when I knew the truth of how the other person or the generation under the grown ups was behaving. So, years and years ago, I um, was part of another family. Uh, Unfortunately, it didn't go so well. But my sister in law, was accused by her parents of sneaking out and uh, behaving in an unsavoury manner befit uh, that befit a girl. And it was like full of judgment. And I remember her being really upset one day and saying to me, I have no idea why they're accusing me of this because I'm not doing that. And she was really upset, but they wouldn't hear it. They wouldn't hear any excuse that she was able to provide to prove that she wasn't being inappropriate. And that was when we were teenagers. And then years later, when uh, I had married into this family, my um, parents-in-law were having a great laugh one day about how they used to sneak out when they were teenagers, when they were dating and tell their parents that they were going to the movies and then they'd go off and um, hire a motel and have sex all afternoon. So because they did that in their life, and had that behavior and that kind of sneakiness, if you like, in their arsenal of points of reference, they automatically projected that onto their daughter because they'd done it. So if they'd done it, then that's a high possibility for their daughter to do it as well. And it's the same when you're having a conversation with somebody, whether it's a colleague or a spouse or a parent or anything like that, anyone where you're trying to explain something. And then all of a sudden they say, so what you're saying is, and then give you something that's completely off track to what you've just tried to communicate. And it makes your eyeballs burn or your brain burn because you're sitting there and often is the case with the people that I've helped in my um, emotional strength training, is they sit there and they say, what's wrong with me? Why?" Do I have this showing up? Why have I upset these people and those sorts of things? And I guess I want to give you permission to let that go because you can't control what is in other people's brains. What is somebody else's point of reference? People that don't do personal development, that just plod along in life and they have dramas show up here and there or they've got... um like drama after drama after drama or things just keep getting from bad to worse those sorts of things you have to look at how much responsibility they're taking in their life people that do personal development and are self-assessing every day take a high quantity of personal responsibility for their life they set intentions they journal they sit and critically analyze um, their thoughts and behaviors sometimes um Another part that is a little bit different for me is I do allow people not to jump too far away from your original reaction uh, when something happens because that's your natural emotion and you should really honour that and and allow it and then sit there, uh, you know, however long later and say why did I feel like that. But also, it's it's a good practice to get into just in case you are surrounded by assholes and you're conditioned to think that you are responsible for their asshole behaviour one of the things that you can um, bring into your life is, is the capacity to be able to say, did you really mean that? Or why are you talking to me like that? Or what have I done for you to start to think that's okay to talk to me like that? And that's across anyone. I remember once I, um, I was in my last corporate role and there was this HR manager who was this old grumpy thing and my direct manager wasn't uh, on site and I was doing a uh, part of my role was team building and um, I tried to get something off the ground and the year before and it was vetoed because I didn't ask the IT manager for permission that was the only reason I was given why it couldn't happen. so the next year I went and I asked for permission from the IT manager and got it and then went ahead and and tried to build this team building exercise then, um one of the people in the hr department reminded the grumpy old hr manager that i it was vetoed the year before so he pulled me in and just started to ream me over the coals like i was some delinquent employee and i'm looking at him thinking why are you talking to me like this and it was so ridiculous the stuff he was saying i ended up saying that to him i said why i put my hands up i said stop why are you talking to me like this do you know <laughs> His response to me was, I resent that you're implying something here. And I just looked at him and thought, did you have something funny for lunch? It was. <laughs> at the time, I was, I was mortified because I ended up saying to him, I said, you're talking to me like I'm some delinquent employee. I haven't done anything wrong. I followed protocol this time and it wasn't enough. And I ended up, because I stood up for myself, I ended up getting written up, my first ever in the history of me working in, in corporate anything, that I got a, um, a formal, what is it called when they say you're naughty, uh, formal formal warning. <laughs> and um, And then when my manager got back and I explained and he knew how out of order this other fellow was because he told him that he was never to speak to me again unsupervised, it was that out of order, then he told me just to play the game. He said, if you want to make it in this business, you're going to have to play the game. And I guess it's, you know, one of those things where you have to sit there and just bite the bullet. But one of the things I wasn't doing back then that I do do now is set the intentions of the kind of people I want in my life. And I want people that are full of integrity and full of the capacity to be able to tell the truth. They have no secrets. That's not to say they're not discerning in the information that they, they uh, you know, hand out, disseminate to people. But they're not hiding anything. I don't have anyone in my circles who is going to shoot themselves in the foot because they're operating from such a place of lack that they they just can't remember what they've said because they're all lies. I'm done with people like that. And that's a part of this process where you can sit there and have full allowance for people who come from the same definition of integrity that you do. That don't have points of reference that they know are their points of reference that infect or affect their ability to communicate with others. People that um, are incapable of talking things out and sitting there and allowing somebody to step into that place of vulnerability and say, these are my feelings... Um, being able to step into a relationship of any kind and say what you need to say, and then if they're going to diminish them or you know show up with lack of lack of lacking an empathy, you can sit there and say, "Oi, they're my feelings." You don't get the opportunity to sit there and say that they're not valid. It's just finding that core worthiness that you have within you that will allow you the capacity to be able to say. Yeah, no, that's not going to work. And then you renegotiate or you cut your losses and you leave or you sit there and you start to distance yourself. And there are um, spiritual ways, energetic ways of being able to do that. Uh, I do invite you to jump onto my SoundCloud account. There's a lot of free uh, downloadables that you can use to help you like protect your energy and cut energy dies with people and those sorts of things. But that's all I really want to share with you today is make sure that when you're in a relating experience with somebody and they are accusing you of things that are just impossible or they're connecting the dots to something that has got nothing to do with your truth, that you must go into allowance that they have some point of reference that you are not aware of. And that's where you can say, I don't know where you're getting this from. Is this something from your past and you're thinking that just because you did it, it's something associated with what's going on here? You, it's okay to stand in your truth. It's okay to say somebody's way off the mark if they're projecting something. And if you're a parent, <laughs> this now parents, are you listening to me? You are the ones that have the experience that your children don't, okay? Thank you so much, Sharon. Um, Oh, hello, Kim. If you are parenting, okay, if you are nannying, babysitting, uh, looking at your friend's children or another generation in any way, shape or form, and you're sitting there accusing them of something that is a point of reference for you, Guess who that's on? It's not on the kid, it's on the grown up. It's the same thing. One of the women in my group today posted some things about being triggered by this young girl that was accused of being um, provocative because she wore a short skirt, but she got attacked. And I think, I, by what I read, I think she was um, either har- significantly harmed or murdered. Um, Thank you Anastasia did I say that right So this the point of view that you have towards anyone and I guess this is associated with um judgment is and especially with colleagues or people and like we all don't know what other people have had in their life or anything like that When you are looking at your children and they say something and every point of reference you have about how you were treated or, or and it triggers you to the hilt and you start to, to rouse at that child or you wanna, you know, lock them in the cupboard because you're frightened that they're going to do something that you may have done because there is there is a um, a teaching that comes about that our children pay us back for everything we did to our parents. And um, that's that's funny. It's not true though. But the the point being because you've got more points of reference. You know that saying, you're older, you should know better? The only time you're allowed to use that is when you're dealing with a grown-up in a child. The grown-up should know better. It's the same that I, I've spoken about this before and I spoke about it with my Me Too. I was 26 years old when, uh, or 25 actually when it started. Was it? No, 26, 25. 25, 26, doesn't matter. It was double figures, figures, middle age, mid-20s, mid when an uncle who'd been in my life since five propositioned me to have sex with him. I had no point of reference about how to handle that. I was a 26-year-old child in that relationship. I had no point of reference of what to do or how to say or anything. The only point of reference that I I hung on to was that One, I was really angry that he'd ruined everything because uh, I wasn't going to be responsible for breaking the family up, but I didn't get the chance to say it. And even then when I said no, my no meant nothing and he kept ringing me anyway and I had to be really rude and I was one of those kids brought up, don't be rude to your elders. So even as a 26-year-old, he was 20-odd years older than me, he should have known better, but he didn't. And then for years I took responsibility for that. And when I finally did say something to my family, they all took his side, even my father. Insane. Um, so when I sit there and say, what's your point of reference? Because here, to, to put that into context as well, as an adult going on, every time for a while, every time a man came near me, my point of reference was that he was a predator or he was going to cheat on me, or um, that I couldn't trust him. So unfair. And it's why so many um, tar brushes occur across so many aspects of our life, because just because one person has a point of reference around something, it's like that easy, lazy default to. It's just easy to think that all men suck, or all women are whores, or all Muslim people are dangerous. Or yeah what's the one the better the one that's not the all Muslim people are terrorists. It's ridiculous you can't sit there and have that kind of concept and hold on to it. It's just lazy it's pure unadulterated laziness to just default to those kind of because- and it's also not fair it's profoundly unfair, okay so when you're going through your life, and somebody says something or somebody does something in a behavior, and it triggers you, the best way forward is to step back from it and ask yourself, why is that bothering me so much? Ask for all the memories, then really join the dots. Because here is the part of that joining the dots, is the person standing in front of you, the exact same person who created the memory way back when. Because if they aren't, then you have no right to project your knowing onto them until they give you the opportunity. Uh, they give you their truth. Now that's not to say you know when you recognise a narcissist or those sorts of things. You you you, you can see patterns in in behaviours and things like that. But the part that you can take responsibility for is you can recognise it and go, "Ooh, that's not for that's a deal breaker for me. That's not on my list of what's okay." So you can then sit there and honestly and openly that this isn't for me or this is not the job for me or I'm just going to go and love you from afar, family member, because right now I can't tolerate the way you're behaving and we both deserve the right to be happy in any situation we're living in. So you go over there, I'll love you over here and we can't upset each other. How does that sound? Easy peasy, okay? It is easy. I've been there and done that. But these are the steps. So hopefully these little steps will help you go forward with uh, your communication style. So there you go. That's your daily WTF. What's the focus? Projecting your own point of reference onto any situation that doesn't deserve your projection. And if somebody else is projecting on you and you're sitting there wondering if they've chewed something funny and their head's going to spin and they're going to vomit any second, you get to say is, where are you getting your point of reference from that's got nothing to do with me and let them answer make sure and then if they go off topic you know no 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 no, no. we're not talking about that come back here we're going to talk about this okay see how you go let me know how you go I am going to put the link underneath for you to um, come and join my e-school and also as a, a reminder demanking season is open. So uh, I'm going to put that link in as well. And I've also got another video that I'm going to post a little while that just explains demanking, which cleans out 2017. So 2018 can start off with a big fat high. Hmm. Okay. Thanks everyone. I'll see you soon. Bye for now.